good Tuesday morning and welcome to the Ladylike Podcast. If this is your first time joining the podcast, Lady Life is a positive source to obtain inspiration and encourage you in living and leading a purposeful life. I am your host, Kimberly Gladney, Christian author and the creator of The Lady Life Magazine. And this morning, we are very blessed to have my dear and good friend, Dr. Z Satterwhite, join the Lady Life Podcast. So let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Z. She is awesome, by the way. So listen to this. Dr. Z Satterwhite has devoted her educational career to discovering innovative approaches to engage, motivate, and inspire youth. Dr. Z has diligently served in the public and private sector with over 10 years experience in a myriad of roles, such as middle school educator, teacher and mentor, writer and director of student-led productions, and educational consultant. She currently serves as director of a homeschool K through 12 classical Christian educational community and as a Northwest Georgia support representative committed to growing learning communities centered on knowing God and making him known. I love that part. Knowing God, yes, and making him known. So welcome, Dr. C, to the uh, Lady Light Podcast. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Yes, so thrilled that you are here. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in. So Dr. Z, share with our listening audience um, how you arrived at becoming um, an entrepreneur, or should I say mompreneur, and how uh, your vision, how did this vision come to fruition? So let's see, probably about, I would say my son, he's going on eight. So about eight years ago, I left the classroom um, doing my passion for over 10 plus years of teaching. Uh, I enjoyed being a teacher and um, I thought that would be kind of how I would live out my days in the classroom. And but when I began to, you know, have a family after being married for four years, we had our first um, daughter and I was just at this place where we had to really deal with some health issues with my daughter. And so that brought about just decision-making between myself and my husband, where we had to navigate our worlds of working full-time. And we did the best with what we were given, both of us working. But by the time I had my son, it became, you know, blatantly obvious that a change was needed. And I was sort of getting that itch for um, using all I had acquired in the classroom to begin to do workshops in schools, which was something I had done prior to getting married. And I would travel and be able to put, do workshops for technology in schools and help teachers. So I thought, okay, I will take what I've gained through down through the years, and I'm going to go ahead and start a business, and I'm going to go into these schools and continue to encourage, but I'll still have the ability to be home and take care of my children. So that 
was my plan, but I always say our plans are laughable in the, the face of God. And so that was what I thought I was doing. And I moved in that direction towards really building uh, a vision around doing workshops. And I did. I did. I started a, build, a business and I, um, I really was in this place of thinking that that was what I was going to do. And I did that. I did it for about a year, but it just wasn't the full picture. And so I love how God will take what you give him and he will still manifest what he has in mind by using those things to get you where he needs you to be. So that's kind of how it started um, and how it came into fruition. But I realized that, um, you know, certain seasons of our lives can purport us into a place where we need to shift focus or we need to more refine what um, we're supposed to be doing. And that was my story. That is so awesome. And I love that you said full picture because that is so true. It is a process. And um, over uh, the process, we don't get the full picture. And um, so I just want to encourage listeners today because you do have to start somewhere. Um, and where you start um, might change, like you said, and you have to just be prepared uh, for the shift and the change and just, just move with uh, God and the Holy Spirit and the plan that he has for your life. So that is so good. So what are some basic fundamentals that have helped you, Dr. Z, along your journey? Well, I, I, I often share when I'm able to that I didn't just launch out into the deep without preparation. I had been carrying someone else's vision since I was a college student. I can remember serving under various different leaders, and I would get these creative sparks where I would want to do something, and I would do it. I would try it out on my cousins, right? I'd go home in the summer, and I'd pull my, my younger cousins, and i say, hey, we're going to start this little program, <laughs> and they would be my eight-week protégés, right? And so- yes. I would try it out on them and then, you know, I'd go back to school and I'd glean some more and I'd serve some more. And so one of the first things that I would say is serve well, um, posture yourself to learn well, to submit well, to organize well, to listen well, whatever it is that um, you, the Lord is burning in your heart to do, he's always going to provide some opportunity for you to see it or be able to observe and glean from someone who might not be operating in that exact space that you're in, but through serving, you can develop a character and a posture that, hey, if the money's not flowing when I get ready to launch into a business, that's not why I'm, why I'm here. It's not the end-all, be-all of my life. It's going to allow your decisions and your assessment of things to be integral because you're not looking to please. You're not looking for an audience. You would be doing it if no one were there because it's in your heart to do. And so for me, it was about first being able to serve well and then um, I always tell people who I get an occasion to talk to, entrepreneurship is not for the faint at heart. The product is produced in learning how to even fail well with the right attitude that Ooh, failing so doesn't, oh, thanks. Failing yes. doesn't equate to failure. So there have been many lessons that I've learned falling down, many lessons I've learned after having to get back up from some decision, or maybe I didn't understand the business aspect well enough and the Lord wanted to really teach me in that area. And so I had to have a fall or had to have a mistake for me to really see, okay, I need to understand the business side, or so I need to attach myself with someone who is able to show me that. So I, 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 firmly would say that if there is a place for entrepreneurship that is burning in, in your heart, that you must know that it's going to be important to be able to bounce back, have a bounce back in your spirit. Um, and then another tip I would say is know your value system. 
I call it your core four. What are those things that if you were on a plane and you had to abandon everything, are you holding on to? Because that should be the underpinnings of every decision that you make, where you weigh everything that you do against your values. And so, again, that keeps it integral. That keeps your character intact. But it also keeps you looking and assessing how well am I lining up with what I say is priority. And so that would be another one. Um, I've got plenty of tips because I've been in, I've been doing this for a good, like I said, eight years. I've learned so much. So those would be a few that I would say as well. That is such great wisdom. Um, everything that you just said, that is so awesome, um, especially uh, the part about failure. Um, that is so good. And I know that's going to help somebody. Um, and so, yes, before I go further, um, I want to uh, share with the ladies um, and those that are listening, because um, sometimes we have uh, our, our good, our faithful guys that listen, our men. So share um, where you can be found. Like I know you do consulting and um, Dr. Z lessons. Uh, where can our listeners uh, find or contact uh, you if they are interested? So there's a couple of different venues that I'm kind of in. I'm in different veins in, in the business world. So I, I serve the homeschool community. So if it is a mom out there that would like more information about that space of homeschooling and being able to find out what that's about. As, as you said in the bio, I do uh, classical Christian education and the program that I run is focused on those things. And so if there's someone that is kind of just just in a place of limbo, not sure, is this the direction that I'm supposed to go in with my family, then you can reach out to me. You can reach out to me through email, and it's um, zsatterwhite at classicalconversations.com, and I know that's pretty long, but it's just the first letter Z. My last name is satterwhite, um, and then at classicalconversations.com, um, but being able to get me that way is probably the, the best way because um, I'm able to then be able to get back and set up informational meetings and get resources to, um, to individuals. So that would probably be the best one. Awesome. Thank you so much. And so uh, share with our listening audience. Uh, we're here at the year 2022 and uh, we must all have a vision for our lives and our families. Uh, so what are some basic fundamentals that will help us uh, cultivate vision, not only for year 2022, but for the years to come? Well, first I would say, I think that's just a great question. First I would say start now. Um, I think that we have this um, internal clock in our minds that everything must begin at the start of the year. Uh, but sometimes what we can do is we can fall in love with the idea of resolution and then not really have any intentional things that we're going for because we just think, oh, I'm supposed to do this. So I would first say that in this process of setting a vision for your household, for um, your, in your career, um, whether it be your family goals, whatever it might be, be clear about where you are right now. I think honesty is the best policy. Like, where am I? What are the things in my life that I really need to focus on? And then narrow the focus. Sometimes we're looking for this big idea. Uh, okay, God, I just, I need to hear where you're taking me, you know, show me a sign. And God's like, look, I just need you to narrow the focus, like declutter your life. And um, that was for me what, what it began with, you know, just looking at my own and realizing one bit at a time how 
to declutter, declutter my mind, first of all, put the things in it that lie align with my value system. So getting rid of the junk, the thoughts that can flood our minds every day, the busyness, simply putting our hands to things. And that may have no, you know, part of the plan of God, but we're just picking up and doing and in and of itself may not be bad, but again, it distracts and detracts from what God has called you to do. So I would say narrow your focus. Um, ask yourself questions like, what has God called me to start, to stop, or to continue doing? And begin to clear out that space because then the more you're able to narrow, the better you're able to see a vision come to pass. And then you're not a scatterbrain and we won't miss what God is saying. And then as the vision becomes refined, you'll see your next step, right? That's the walk of, okay, I've gotten to this step. Now other things begin to open up. Let me take this next step. So I would say that would be good for 2022. Um, also asking yourself questions like, what is already in my hands? What are those intangible things that I already have? What are those values that I already bring to what I'm doing? And, and sometimes we, again, look outside of ourselves. Okay, so what's in my hands? And then who is in my reach? And then how am I using what's in my hands to meet who's in my reach? And I think if we start there, then we will more clearly see vision because then it's not this huge idea that can become so big that it scares us, right? right. And so we still have that human side that feels like, oh, am I going to launch? Am I going to do? Am I going to start? Because it feels so monumental. But if you just start with what's in my hands, what do I already do with my eyes closed anyway? I would be doing this anyway, right? I would be encouraging my own children if no one's watching because I've been encouraging kids my whole life. It's what I know I'm called to do. I would be in, looking to, you know, encourage and build up mamas because I'm now a mom and the Lord has shown me, you know, what that path looks like. And so he's continuing to show me. So these are things that are already there. So use what you already have and the Lord will continue to make provision for the things you need. I think sometimes we think we got to start with the money. We got to start with the business plan. But sometimes it's just recognizing what's already in you and how is it already being used. And sometimes you got to ask people that. What is, what is it that you, you know, see there and what have because sometimes that assessment is not as clear. So I would say that. Um, and then daily assess. Like that is my thing. Reflect on every tool and decision that you're making. And to make it more concrete, I do what's called two easy plus one. So two easy plus one is something that came out of the writing curriculum world um, that I've used to help my, my daughter. But in my own life, I've applied it now. So two easy things that I can apply to this vision. So it could be the things that kind of come effortlessly, but you still have to do. Maybe, maybe it's managerial. Maybe it's simply, you know, um, setting up, uh, maybe you have a blog and you're just going to write a blog post. But these are things that kind of come easy to you. So two easy things and then one challenging thing. Because in a business, you should constantly be stretching yourself to grow. And so um, whether it's a business or a vision for your family, you want to grow in that thing. So if you take on a two easy plus one kind of flow, then you can assess, okay, at the end of the day, rather than this pile of lists, that I now have to check off to say, I did this, I did this, I did that. And then you look at it and you're like, what did I really accomplish? Because the list was too long for me to even count versus something that's tangible enough that, okay, I was able to kind of breeze through these things and still see some confidence building in that. But then there was a stretch area where I know that I'm going deeper or wider or higher in something that I'm learning. So assess, being able to daily assess the things that you're doing so you can see, am I making progress with what God has given me? That is so good, Dr. Z. I love that. And I just want to touch on um, 
you know, not having, thinking that you don't have the resources or like you said, the money or um, you're looking to have, you know, um, I mean, we're surrounded by social media and sometimes people, um, they stop because they don't have the, the, the number of followers that they think they should have or the number of supporters um, that they think they should have. Can you just encourage um, our listeners in that area? goes back to the core value because for me, for example, when the Lord, when the Lord, you know, allowed me to come off of my job and I thought I would be doing one thing and then he shifts me and he called me to be able to homeschool my family, it was a shock to my system. And so I knew that I would need to really stay in his faith. I would need to stay before him because that wasn't the most glamorous thing out there, right? And so if I'm looking for people to validate the plan of God for my life, then I'm going to come up disappointed. And so I had to turn off those things that caused me to believe it was about metrics. Even when I started the new business of homeschooling, you know, in the beginning, it's all I picked. How am I going to get families? How am I going to recruit? How am I going to do these things? But I had to stay before the Lord because I needed him to download into me the word. I needed to have something to hold on to as I'm walking by faith in this area. So I would say it goes back to your core values. If you are or if you are in a place where you're saying that I want to maintain integrity, then you can't do it based on metrics because there's always going to be something that comes along that wants to compromise your faith, your decision making, your your um your honesty. There's always going to be people who if they have their way will 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 write your vision for you, right? You say, hey, this is what God's given me and they want to add to, take away. And sometimes <laughs> meaningfully, right? It's not that they may even intend to do harm. It's just that we always got something to say, right? There's always an opinion out there as to what you should and should not be doing. So I would say hold on to the word of God that says commit your works to the Lord. You know, even Proverbs is 16, two through three, talks about all the ways of a man are clean and innocent in his own eyes. And he may see nothing wrong with his actions. That's the way we deal with people, right? They may see nothing wrong with what is said. We may see nothing wrong with what we say. But the Lord weighs and examines the motives and intents of the heart. And he knows the truth. So this is why he, he tells us to commit our works to him, submit and trust them to him, and our plans will succeed if we respond to his will and guidance. So I had to um, shut down the things that would call my, cause my flesh to be fed, right? The people, the eyes, the attention. And I just had to commit what I had been given and start with those places of renewing the mind so that those days that it wasn't, you know, high and I wasn't getting all of the views on YouTube or I might not have gotten a call back, that I still had commit my work submit unto God, my plans will prosper. And I've watched the Lord literally without me feeling like I've been putting even all this energy towards trying to get people. It was just about build the plan, keep it with integrity, okay? Build your financial business, your institution, understand these things. So the process and the time that he was using to prepare me allows me to now sit with more than enough families to serve, but I can serve them well because I wasn't looking just to, you know, soothe somebody's need and make them feel good. That is so good. And just, oh my goodness, such a blessing. I know it's going to bless 
um, our listeners. And listeners, I will tell you that uh, Dr. Z helped me with my vision for uh, 2021. And um, I reflect on what I did at the beginning of the year. And I can tell you that I have accomplished the majority of, of the things that I wrote down. And so you want to get in contact with her because she is a great resource and um, such a blessing to the body of Christ. So Dr. Z, thank you so much for joining. Oh, wonderful. Thank you for having me. And I'm so glad to hear that testimony. I didn't know that. That's so encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> so encouraging. Yes, ma'am. I'm still working on one little part, but the majority, yes. Praise God. We stuck to it. And so that's just a testament um, of how God has blessed you and the gifts that he has um you know, bestowed upon you um, in your life and, you know, what you share with others. And so I also wanted to encourage uh, our listeners. Um, there's a saying that says, uh, use what you have to create what you don't have. And so I encourage you to do that. Start somewhere, okay? If God told you to do it, be obedient. The provision is already there. You just have to walk those steps out with the Holy Spirit because that is our guide. And so um, I hope you have enjoyed today's podcast and I hope that you will tune again, tune in again on Tuesdays for more inspiration. You can subscribe today by searching Kimberly's Lady Life Podcast via Pod Chaser. All right. So, as always, thank you so much for listening. And remember, keep living your best life unto the Lord. Keep learning life's most valuable lessons and keep creating positive change within your communities. Bye for now and have a blessed day.